0: Can you see yeah. Did you know this? Check the puck comes right to Pedersen who tries
1: a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores!
0: You're listening to Canucks Conversations. Quinn Hughes B reporter here. Like I don't I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko
1: involved. I wanted them in and down Wow,
0: really? we
1: should do a radio show to <laughs> Right on. I want to bump bump you right now. What
0: out Pearl Steels cutting in shoots no! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation Outdoors Edition. Chris, outdoors at Montana's barbecue and grill in the beautiful town of Towson.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous out here. Beautiful day to be outside. It's not. Uh, it's not the heat wave that we had before, I and mean, it's on location. Quads Canucks combo on location here at the Montana's. We just crushed a bunch of ribs. Do you want to do your? You get your uh, get your zephyr and stuff out. Well, of Well,
0: yeah, first. and I'm gonna say we've got a camera going, so people yep. today get to see what I look like because you talk about the hands and how I use my hands when I talk. Uh, people get to see what it looks like when I do this intro. Yeah,
1: I guess so. Maybe we'll just post this intro for a video. People like to see that, no?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay. Well, we'll do it.
0: Do yeah, your let thing? me just straighten up my tie here. Hello Canucks fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Canucks conversation brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Season. That will get you $5 off your order at ZephyrEpic.com. Z-E-P-H-Y-R Epic on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, what have you. Go check them out. Zephyr Epic, they've got you covered with all of your trading card needs, so go check them out. They've also got a retail location in Surrey that you can check out. And like I said, you can use the promo code in person if you want. Promo code season at ZephyrEpic.com. The best part about Zephyr Epic is they have got you covered. Free shipping on any order in Canada, on any order, over $50. From? From
1: Coombs. You know what Coombs is famous for? No. Goats on the Roof. They got Goats on the Roof and Coombs. I did know this, actually. Go. Okay, From,
0: sorry. I'm nope. sorry to cut you off. Where's, Don't where even, is Coombs?
1: It's on the island. It's oh, okay. on your way up to Port Alberni. You make a quick stop, you get some fudge, and you see the Goats on the Roof.
0: Have I been to Coombs? Okay, sorry. Go on.
1: From Coombs to Coots, which is in Alberta, and uh, the reason I chose Coots, Alberta, is that it is a neighboring city to the state of Montana. Quads, because we're here at a Montana's wanted to bring up Coots. It's it's also like a half-and-half half city, like half the city's coots. It's in Canada. The other half, Grass, Montana. So they kind of got the the short end of the stick on having a good city name.
0: They've got the Lloyd Minster thing going on. Yeah, they do, but, but it's, it's not Coots, Montana, it's Sweet River.
1: Yeah, Sweet River, Montana, which sounds a lot better than Coots, Alberta. So uh, <laughs> uh so go check. Yeah, go check it out go to Coots if you want. The population, there's not a lot of information on this. I just said it's it's like the one of the most south uh, cities in Alberta on the border of Montana, uh, but the population has been steadily declining hard okay, people we are do- moving away from coots there's only about 200 people living there now back in 1996 place was booming 386 people were living there in 1980 1980- that's booming well it was now it's been down you know i'm looking at the four four year census that they do 2001 you're down 5% 2006 you're down another 16% 2016 you're down another 11% i couldn't have, they didn't even do one in 2020 <laughs> too, so too sad yeah, Everybody couldn't find anybody to do it. Well, that's the problem. There's probably 40,000 people in Sweetgrass, Montana. That's the problem. Everyone wants to be in Sweetgrass instead of Coots.
0: Everybody wants to be in Montana's like us. We're at Montana's. Exactly. We're in Montana's right now. It's yes. uh, crushing up the ribs. So we had the All You Can Eat Ribs. And don't forget, folks, the summer All You Can Eat Ribs event is on all summer long. All You Can Eat Ribs at Montana's. Go find a location. You'll hear the ad halfway through the episode. But we're at the Tawasin location, living it up on this beautiful patio here.
1: You know the easy way to spell Tawasin? Sure, tell me. Saw was sent, and then you take the T off the end, you move it to the start.
0: <laughs> saw Okay, saw was sent?
1: Yeah, like let's say you're a filer at a mill, and you're like, oh yeah, the saw was sent to the right uh, the right part of the mill. And then you just take the T at the end, you put it at the start. Tawasin, that's how you spell it.
0: Is it pronounced Tawasin? That's I, how I say it, yeah. I think it actually is pronounced like that.
1: I don't think that tea, I don't think it's a hard tea. No, I don't start think it's to a awesome.
0: Austin, like everybody says, no. like I said on this episode. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Okay. Anyways, we're here in Montana's crusty apple butter with, uh, ribs. Tell you what, yeah, I know it's the rib season. All you can eat ribs. Ribs are great. They were excellent, but...
0: That spinach dip. The spinach dip.
1: The spinach dip was excellent. Half pita, half nachos? That's the way to do it. Yeah, I think so. That oh, was, it was excellent. Delicious. It
0: was absolutely delicious. And so, what's the...
1: You're sipping on... As I said, by the end of the episode, you're going to be slurring your words. You're sipping on the... Uh, some sort of honey long island iced tea here.
0: Yeah, it's got Captain Morgan and then iced tea, I think, and they've got something else in there too.
1: Yeah. It's pretty good. Good little mix for you. Yeah, we'll I, see how you uh how you are at the end. You're not driving after this one, nope, I'm driving I'm back. Not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm on my lemonades. They kept them fresh too. I got a fresh one just given to me right now. Shout out to this Montanas. Oh, it's fantastic. service has been excellent.
0: Yeah, fantastic at the Twas in Montana's beautiful. Manager Raman, he's been great to us yeah. too. Beautiful location as well, I yeah. we might add. But we gotta get to DoorDash, sure. We're also delivered on top of being presented by Zephyr Epic. We're also delivered by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong! Oh, almost forgot. To well because I'm, I'm at everything. a
1: restaurant. It's hard to remember DoorDash delivery. I'm trying. I'm here. I just had my food delivered to the
0: table. That's fair. With DoorDash, you can use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital Ds, all one word, CONVODD. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name is Dave Quadrelli, joined, as always, by the man who built the place, like I said a few times already, on this beautiful patio at Montana's Barbecue and Grill in Sawasin.
1: Now, that DoorDash deal does get better than that. You get 15% off with us, but you go on there right now. They got the, I, again, it's a summer of DoorDash. It changes every week. This week, you go on there, you order McDonald's, fifty percent off. What? What are we even doing here with this convo DD thing? It, like, it's great it, for I'm first time. Explaining yeah, to first you, time use. I'm just saying, you I'm, go on there. You don't even need a promo code. It's just fifty percent off your first order of McDonald's. What? Okay, so so why are so, we getting fifteen percent? So from let DoorDash? me
0: explain to you. It's twenty five percent. Twenty five, whatever. That's our Atlas Goods promo. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a, this is why I don't do the promos. I get everything mixed up Yeah, you get everything
0: here. mixed up. Uh, and 15% off Pop Rhines is a great deal, by the way, which we we will add when we uh, talk about our Atlas Goods poll question. But to answer your question, Chris, I've explained this to you. I don't know how many times you use the promo code CONVODD if you're a first-time user. Okay, you get your fifteen percent off. Then you get McDonald's whenever you want. After that, okay. and you still get fifty. So I'm telling you, if you've got the fir- if it's your first time, you'd be foolish to waste it on that McDonald's promo. Okay, yeah, Absolutely I see what you're saying foolish.
1: Yeah, go ahead, spend it up. Go to Burger King or something. Montana's maybe order some ribs. Absolutely, and all you can eat
0: ribs. All you can eat ribs. I think you got to come in store for that. Yeah, I don't and think you got to take your word for it. Yeah, if okay. Say, I'll, I'll take three.
1: All right, what's been This is a long one here. I know we're we, on location where a little it's, it's people are looking at us. Yeah, people, people are staring at us, they are eating ribs, yeah, drinking beers, sipping lemonade. We're doing a podcast. Yeah,
0: we're just doing a podcast. <laughs> people are a little confused what's going on here, but uh, we're here at Montana's outdoor on oh, out the patio. Uh, it's a good little setup we got going. But Chris, we actually have to get into some hockey talk because a couple news items actually come down recording this Wednesday afternoon, a couple news items came down Tuesday morning, late Tuesday morning from general manager Patrick Alvin, The first one Again, kind of minor, but the Canucks replacing their human performance staff. Not going to spend too much time on this, obviously, but I wrote about it and it was funny because the Canucks in their press release just basically uh, said their names of what the people that got hired do. So I I did a little digging and I found out all of their backgrounds. It's really interesting because all of these people have various backgrounds in pro sports. Um, Again, like I I wrote about it in the article I did for uh, Canucks Army, but Dr... um, Dr. Harry Cece, I hope I'm not mispronouncing that uh, is a health and performance consultant for the Canucks now. But before that, he went by at the Golfing Doc wow. on Instagram, and he has a background in you guessed it, golf. Okay, uh, you know he, he's he's not only a golf like rehab person, like helping golfers with injuries. He like trains and helps people with their swing on the PGA tour. Like this guy's legit when it comes to golfing. Um, and again, like I I, I said this, but it's going to be really difficult for me and maybe you next season to see this guy walking around and not ask him for tips. Like, well, you just need, like pull him aside and say, "Hey, man, how do I putt?"
1: I don't know if he's worried about like uh, if he's a doctor of like making sure your swing's not bad for your back, or whatever. That's not the help you need. Yeah, maybe we got to see how his putting game is because that's that's what you need help with big time.
0: He's done I've, this for eleven years. I've I'm pretty sure he you, knows how to putt.
1: Yeah, but I've seen you have an eight foot putt and you've putted off the green before. <laughs>
0: Hey man, don't and bring the, this up. Most right of the now. greens
1: we play are pretty flat. They're pitching putts. They're, I don't know how you do it. You should see me at mini golf. I think you might be a left-handed putter, and you don't even know it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just next hands. time, you
1: can use my putter. Next time, I'll, does I'll anybody
0: ever hand. switch? That's not a thing. They like switch the hands. hands. Like,
1: have you seen the backhand? Back a lot of a lot of people putt backhanded.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? A lot of the putters I've seen, the blade putters are like, you know, ambidextrous. You can yeah. use no. Each side. Those
1: are the mini putt putters that you're talking about. Those aren't real putters. Quads. <laughs>
0: No, there's real putters like that. Huh. You know that, right? Sure. I think there is, at least, unless, no, you're, just, unless you're right.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to take putting tips from you. If they <laughs> saw how you putt, it is, yeah.
0: Can I get to the rest of the names, please? Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Okay.
1: So, Josh. I, no, I find it. I, do, you have, do you think they're, uh, you know, all the guys in the Canucks organization you can ask for little golfing tips? Like, just a little, you know, a little something-something here.
0: Okay, I'll share a little story. I texted somebody okay. within the Canucks, and and I know he golfs, which is why I said, how hard is it going to be for you not to ask him? He's like, yeah, very. Like, <laughs> it's going to be very hard not to ask him. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Okay, so Josh Termier, uh serves as the uh, head athletic therapist, excuse me, of the Canadian Football League's Calgary Stampeders for over six years, club's assistant athletic therapist for the two years prior to that. Um, and again, he's been brought on to the Canucks as well, and he's going to be serving as an athletic therapist. Dr. Eric Ewell, I think is what his name is, performance therapist for the Canucks now, team chiropractor for the Vancouver Whitecaps of the MLS, uh, and then obviously the Aquilini-owned Vancouver Warriors, uh, and he's worked with athletes from the NBA, NHL, CFL, and MLB as well. And I'll tell you something about Dr. Eric Ewell. Former national-level competitive swimmer.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say golfer again. I'm like, what are they doing? Just assembling an all golf they're team assembling,
0: here? Maybe you can teach me how to swim. Yeah,
1: they're just taking down. <laughs> they're just down, assembling
0: like, a, a, a staff that can teach me how to do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that so that the next
1: time the general managers are down in Florida and they're all playing golf all weekend instead of going to the meetings, they're going to, like, Patrick Alvine's just going to be next level.
0: Well... I think Patrick Johnson was the one that tweeted this out. But when we went back into the media room for the first time, um, after media weren't allowed in the room when COVID was getting bad during the the last season, um, we weren't allowed in the media room. We went back to Zoom, which sucked. But anyway, um, we went back in the room, and Patrick Alvine had set up a putting mat. That's right. In the media room. And... um <laughs> And it wasn't gone when we showed up back. Like, when we got back, it was it was still there, which was very funny. So, you know what? I'm curious now because they're upgrading that media room. Like, Jim Rutherford has said this is a focus. Did he maybe get that from Alvin who's like, hey, man, like, I'm putting and it's uneven here. This isn't a good media room.
1: Oh, I th- Maybe they'll just keep it or, like, they'll have, like, a little putting, a permanent putting Patrick green.
0: Patrick Alvin putting room. There's, like, a <laughs> ch-
1: little chipping area. Like, we all just waiting for Boudreaux yeah. to come out. Yeah. And Canucks just lost 7-3 to and we're all just sitting at the putting greens. <laughs> Jeez. That would be awesome.
0: That would be awesome, but uh I I have, I have a feeling that uh that won't happen. So Canucks make those three hires, all of those. Man, people... can you
1: tell it's the off season? Holy cow, look at what we're talking about
0: here. Yeah. So they hired a new athletic therapist. I just thought it was cool that he had diff- they all had various backgrounds. Like that, that I don't know. That's just cool to me. It's something of note. It's yeah. nothing important, but it's something to note. Now, right. something important, It is Chris. some news.
1: Yeah, I know what you're something about to do to here. Note. Here we go.
0: You can start eating some ribs. We got ribs in front of us. It's time for Goalie Talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. He shouldn't, shouldn't have done that public knowledge. That's uh, that's a big no-no. I don't know. You know I, I can't really give the time and date or else I feel like no no shoe will be flying across <laughs> North America. We're in, hit me in the head. I think we spent half an hour talking about a backup goaltender. All right, get out of here, Woodley. All right. Favors, Favors, be. Favors yeah. is going to be very pissed. So You know, I don't like to say bad things about goaltenders. That's right. That's right, folks. It's time for Goalie Talk. And the Canucks have hired Chris. I put this in the headline of the article I wrote for Canucks Army because, of course, I did. One of... Igor Shesterkin, ever heard of him? His old goaltending coach from the KHL was St. Petersburg. Ska, as we call them. His old goalie coach, Marco Terenius, has joined the Abbotsford Canucks. He's really... I, I don't like saying he's joined the Abbotsford Canucks, Chris, because... He's joined the Vancouver Canucks. He's part of this team's development staff. He's going to not only help the goaltenders out in Abbotsford, he's going to have a hand in all the prospects. He's going to be a sounding board for the guys down in Abbotsford. His job is going to be more than just hit the ice for morning skates and practices with the goaltenders down in Abbotsford. His job is going to be as a development guy. Like He's going to do a lot for this organization. And I've gotten asked this uh, about Marco, just about... Um, you know, is this an Ian Clark hire? Is this somebody that, you know, Ian Clark approves of? And without delving into it too much, all I'll say is that this is someone uh, Clark has a pre-existing relationship with. Uh, Ian Ian arranged for Aku Koskenvo to skate with um, Terenius in Finland because Aku and Marco are both Finnish. He arranged for them to skate together before Canucks development camp. This is before Ian had ever met a coup in person. He's just very well connected overseas, like we've heard, and this is one of those connections um, overseas that we've heard so much about. Marco Terenius joins the Vancouver Canucks, uh, has a pre-existing relationship with Ian Clark, joins the organization, and, again, like, I've heard this guy talk, had a really good interview on In Goal Radio. Um, Shout out Kevin Woodley. I know you'll love that. Um... They had a really good interview with Marco, and basically what I took from that is that he understands a lot of the philosophies that you'll hear Ian Clark talk about, and he understands them well. And he understands the process of not overcoaching, which is something that Ian really tries to focus on, and how you know he always says, I tell the goaltenders all the time, no matter what level you're at, you are your best goalie coach. You're your own best goalie coach. And you can't, you can't rely on just your goaltending coach. You know your body. You know your capabilities. You know what works best for you. And you can have these things pointed out to you. But it's up to you to apply them and to apply them effectively. And I think that's something Marco understands. And is something he's going to bring to the organization.
1: So how is he going to turn the Hockey Hall of Famer, future Hockey Hall of Famer, Archer Seelovs? I'm curious because, listen. Curtis Sanford, I think, did an excellent job yeah. at doing things under this this position that, yeah, it's called a goaltending coach to a certain degree, but it felt like, you know, you've talked about this, that he was one of the guys who highlighted Spencer Martin and wanted that to be a player that they targeted and were able to trade literally for nothing to acquire a guy like Spencer Martin, who's now going to be the backup of the Vancouver Canucks next year. How different is it going to be moving from Sanford, moving on from Sanford? Because I feel like he did so much.
0: Yeah, Um I'm going to go ahead and say not very. And I think the world of Curtis Sanford. I think he's an exceptional uh, goaltending mind. I think he's a very good coach. Uh, he's more of like
1: a growing name in the in the. Hockey or in the goaltending world, though. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. He's only you know he's only like forty one or something. He's super young, or maybe that was just the number he wore. I think he's forty five. <laughs> but anyways, regardless, you know he's he's a relatively young guy. You know he's got young kids. He's like under fifty. I'll say that. I know that for sure. Um, but what I will say about Curtis is that he's getting his opportunity, and he's getting it with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, it's huge. right. That's a huge opportunity for him. Look, if this is going to be a big task if he can figure out. Stay with me here. If he can figure out how to make Matt Murray, okay, and Ilya Samsonov or Samsonov, whatever, work together in tandem and give the Leafs like exceptional or even good goaltending, he's going to be revered like by Leafs fans, which means he's going to be revered by national media, obviously because. Oh man, Leafs, I can already a lot feel of Leafs fans there.
1: I think Curtis Sanford's name is going to be talked about a lot if he does well with this goaltending duo over there in Toronto they're going to blow his name up as the new goaltending coach coming in to run what's going on in Toronto. Yeah. You're going to hear his name a lot more on, well, uh, on what's these Tim and Sid show or Sid's yeah, not yeah, there, yeah. whatever, Tim and, friends, Tim and friends, you're going to hear them all over Tim and friends.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Like you're also going to hear it if it doesn't work out. That's true too. And that's, to me, that's unfair. Worth the risk for him, it's, though. It's almost like, do you remember the memes that were thrown around? I believe it was Mr. Booth. Shout out Mr. Booth, who listens to in the peace. podcast but doesn't have a Twitter account anymore.
1: Rest in peace on Twitter. He's still alive.
0: He is still alive. Yes, he is absolutely still you alive. You have communication with him here in the I Mr. do have, yeah, communication you with You got a Mr. source? Booth. I have a source, yeah. Yeah, you keep yeah, up to him. Yeah, I keep up with Mr. Booth. We're, we're, we're kind of tight. Yep. People keep, every time I tweet out a Mr. Booth update, I've stopped doing it. Sometimes he'll message me and say, hey, I want to put out a statement. I'll say, do it yourself. People keep thinking I'm Mr. Booth. Mm. I'm not clever enough to do that. Are you kidding me?
1: No, I, yeah. you don't know how to make a <laughs> meme.
0: I know how to make memes. Come no, on. you don't. I could, I When's the last be... time you've made a meme? Uh, okay, yeah, it's been a while. Exactly. But I know how. I could do it.
1: You didn't even understand the meme I put out the other day about Fall Guys. You'd completely miss that. No, that was a joke because oh. my
0: name was in the meme. You, okay. missed, you missed my joke. My joke I know is your meme game. I'm too highbrow for Mr. Booth's humor. Okay, fair enough. I, could, I don't remember what I was talking about now.
1: <laughs> well, the pressure that's going to be oh, on yeah, Sanford here. Yeah,
0: okay, so the the meme basically was a, a compacted, like, broken car that had been put through a... What's it called? A compactor when they smashed yep. the cars? Yeah. Like the thing from Monsters, Inc. You know what I'm talking yep. about. Yeah. So... It, it, it was a car that had been put through that, and then it was, Ian Clark, can you please fix this? Because people were like, oh, why couldn't Ian Clark get more out of Braden Holpe, who, by the way, is you know being forced into retirement because he's so mm. banged up. But it's similar to that. If Curtis Sanford can't really figure out Matt Murray and Samsonov, again, in a first year with those guys, I think it's going to be tough. But also, I'm also not doubting, because look, I get asked a lot, and I know Woodley's brought this up too, About what went wrong with Matt Murray, like Cup champion, like all this stuff. What went wrong for him? And again, like Woodley's told us this before, and you can see it is that, like, Murray didn't change his stance when the rest of the league changed his stance, and I know people are going to be crap because they don't like when I start talking about stances and post-integration, but it's true. You see goaltenders like Thatcher Demko go into a more vertical stance. Watch what Matt Murray does when the puck's being cycled up high. I'll give you a hint. It's not that. It's down low, locked and wide, and look, when you're 6'4", whatever Murray is, I know he's tall, when you're 6'3", I think he is, when you're that, that tall... You should not be doing that. Like, Mikey Pietro doesn't even do that. And maybe that's why he's having so much trouble, but still. My point stands that you need to adapt when the league changes. And the, the way teams create offense changes, right? Like, if you want to know how teams create offense, how different goaltending is, go watch highlights of the 2011 Cup Final. Well, maybe don't do that, but any game Whoa, from geez. 2011 or whatever, 2010, whatever. It doesn't matter. But... The main thing that I point out to people is, look how Roberto Luongo integrated to posts, right? It was not a reverse VH, it was a straight VH. Again, the lead leg is integrated to the post, and right now, you don't see a single goaltender in the league who does that. And even toward the end of his career, and again, Mike Smith is a good example of someone who adapted and changed as the league adapted as well, right? Even as that happened, you still saw Mike Smith making adjustments in his game. And that's something Smith doesn't get a ton of credit for, but he deserves a ton of credit for. He's a very good goaltender at adapting his game. You don't stick in the league that long. Luongo, that's another name of somebody who was very good at adapting to the changing league. And Matt Murray, I'm sorry, Matt Murray hasn't adapted. I know he's young. He's still got time. That's the thing, is he's still got time. I think if he buys into what Curtis is selling, assuming that Curtis is still going to sell similar things that he sold to Canucks goaltenders... I think you're gonna be you're gonna be looking at uh, you're gonna be looking at a decent tandem for Toronto.
1: Perfect. Now that we are done talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs goaltending situation, I want to know what Abbotsford's situation is going to look like because yeah. I think we've talked a little bit about Mikey DiPietro here on the show, and obviously him. Would you say no? I wouldn't say requesting a trade because that hasn't been reported, but his agent has given the opportunity to speak to other teams. We don't expect to see Mikey here at camp. Would you disagree with that statement? No, not at all. You don't expect him to be a Vancouver Canuck when training camp happens.
0: No, they're going to put two goalies in Abbotsford, and I understand that's here's, that's the thing. So if Mikey isn't traded, does he go down to the ECHL? That would be a monumental. Well, he get claimed. He get claimed by an AHL team because there's waivers, AHL and ECHL waivers. But I was hoping you. He's on an NHL
1: this. contract.
0: Yeah, sorry. So hang on a sec.
1: He would be loaned to the ECHL. He wouldn't have to Is be sent he, down. Really? Yeah. Well, the Canucks don't have an ECHL affiliate, right. so he's always loaned.
0: Well, that would be so that won't happen. They I won't let they it would, get to that They would they would do that
1: to Silov still, right? Like he would be the one who would still get loaned, I think, right?
0: No, they're going to trade him. I don't think they would I think they would say, "We're going to run three goalies and Mikey you're going to sit on the bench
1: yeah, basically." Well, that's the cuz if you send Mikey down to the ECHL and it's not like it's not like his value's high right now anyways. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like if if a team were to come and say we'll give you a fourth-round pick for DiPietro, Pietro, the Canucks are taking that. I don't think they're getting anything better well, than that.
0: Are they? Because the Asians been given permission to facilitate a trade, and they haven't done anything.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't I, think there's a team out there saying we'll give you a fourth round for him. Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And, and again, like which I is wild
1: because there's you know they still think that there is some pedigree. There is a good goaltender somewhere there in Mikey DiPietro. I don't know if he's an NHL goalie. I don't think he's an NHL starter. Could he play on an NHL team right now? I don't know. Maybe I think he could be a backup on a really weak team in the NHL. Or, a like, a really this good season. Team. Or he could back up Tampa Bay. I think he could absolutely be a solid starter in the HL next season at the minimum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could see right? that. And as that's well. what
1: makes it so confusing for me with the situation in Abbotsford. If Mikey's still here, does he, like, it just feels like the organization and him are done? That's why I yeah. think, like, maybe he would go to the ECH. I don't know. I, like, I, I literally don't. I'm asking you.
0: I, dude, like, I wish I guy, had an answer for you. I don't think, I don't think, one, that the Canucks would ever put Mikey in a position where, they send him down to the ECHL. They put him in
1: some pretty bad situations yeah, up to this point. But
0: they, that was the past management regime, and a lot of it was out of their control. I'm not even going to get into it because we've gotten into it so many times. But um, look, the organization sure has put him in a bad spot. But that's not going to happen here. Mikey's not what going are the to odds the ECHL. Then? What
1: percentage do you think Mikey at is at training camp? Is training camp? Because I would say for like I, I would say about forty. I, 40, I still like 50. if I'm betting, I'm betting he's traded by then for whatever yeah. it is, future consideration. Maybe that's the trade that they get for the Martin deal. They trade back Mikey Pietro for more future consideration, or that is the future consideration that they traded for Spencer Martin. That would be funny. But, yeah, I I'd still think, like, I wouldn't be shocked if he was there at training camp, and, man, what a tough spot for him to be put in because we're going to ask him about it. Right, we have to. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, that's that's our job. I I would love to know the full story from his mouth, right? And you we'll know, get he's day. a player that we can't get in the off season right now. I think, especially with the situation that he's in. But
0: and that's not. Sorry, just to be clear, that's not because the Canucks are keeping it hush hush. No, I just he's off limits or anything. Yeah. Just to be just to clarify that that's not why you know we haven't heard from him. No, but for sure, it's no reason why J
1: T Miller is not doing interviews. No yeah, well. there's a lot going totally. on with these there's players. Just they a lot going
0: it. on. They don't want to. You know, yeah. It's I just, just a summer.
1: I <laughs> I'm still looking at it. Where like. There is absolutely a possibility that he's at Canucks training camp and that he's out to Abbotsford, and I'm just confused what that situation looks like because it, it's three I want... goalies
0: on the roster and they want two, but Chris, there there's gonna be three. But then how many starts is
1: Mikey getting? Because like they want one. to get
0: one or two a month. Yeah. And, and and if that, they're gonna try and look for a trade, Chris. And look, injuries happen, there's a lot of goal- goalies that go down on the waiver wire out of out of camp. Right. And look, like some some teams will realize that hey maybe we want to strengthen here maybe we want this and you know if you trade for Mike you don't have to claim him off waivers you don't have to keep him on your NHL roster or anything like that you know you you can have him and he you know he's waiver exempt obviously so look like I don't think he'll be at training camp if he is I don't think it means oh wow Archer is going to the ECHL this is this is their long-term project right like this is the goaltender that this organization has a vested interest in so and they no don't chance have that with Mikey no there's I, no
1: chance that the Canucks and the relationship with Mikey DiPietro is able to be flipped like and be back to being because listen it's a new management group right like this management group has what since Mikey DiPietro has been with this new management group. He was one of the top... He got, I think, more starts than Spencer Martin last year When under the new management regime. And Martin obviously ended up getting the important ones. He got the playoff starts, so that's probably not great for Mikey DiPietro either. But this is a completely new management group. There's a chance to start a new relationship here. And like I, I think that, obviously, his agent being able to speak to other teams isn't a great start to the relationship, but can it be rebuilt now that it's Patrick Albion and Jim Rutherford instead of Jim Benning?
0: It can. I don't know... How much of a fit or... And again, okay, this isn't a report. And I don't want to sound like I'm just sounding off. But one thing we've always heard with goaltenders um, and about Ian Clark is that... Not everybody, because, you know, we all, a lot of people talk about they, they like, he's widely revered and all that stuff. Like, people, people really like Ian Clark as a goalie coach, which is fine. Like, he's a great goalie coach. His track
1: record deserves it. Track
0: record deserves it, absolutely. But something that Woodley has pointed out to us, and again, like, Woodley knows Clark, he says, like, you know, not every goaltender responds well to Ian's style. Right? And I'm not saying that, you know, Ian like yells at anybody or is like abusive or anything. That's not what I'm
1: saying. No, at like all. Think about him at development camp, how much fun he was having with these oh, yeah, And exactly. don't get me wrong. They were out there and at like you know, half an hour early working very yeah. hard. Yeah. But look at how much funny and Clark has with these guys aside. Do you remember like how funny it was before this? There was a scrimmage. Like it wasn't this, the big scrimmage, but it was like a two on one thing. And Clark's just in the stand screaming, no goals. No, you <laughs> might not have been there. It might've been a one. No, yeah. You told but he's like, me. yeah, he's screaming, no goals. A coup, no goals. You know, Artie, no goals. Like, it was, he was screaming at all. Yeah, of them. And like just a like, two on one like, scrimmage. There was like drill. Yeah, it was, no, it was something, it was like a three on one drill where, like, they were going to score so many goals, <laughs> right? But he's just screaming no goals. And then, like, you know, I think one of the media members, like, yelled at him. He's like, what happens if they get scored? And he's like, I don't know, they're cut. <laughs> like, just like, you know, like, just little things. Like, like, he does have a lot of fun, but I get yeah. what you're saying. Like, I think a lot of what you're talking about is just. The way that goalies approach the game on the mental side. I think that's what Ian Clark really challenges goalies with.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's the work ethic too, right? Like you look how much Demko is out there working. You look at Development Cat, how much out how much those guys were out there working, right? Like you know, and again, this is not questioning Mikey's work ethic at all because he's I think a, we were saying the complete opposite, though. He's like, a we great work ethic. He is, like he, he does. And
1: it's more about I don't think it's about Ian Clark. I think it was just about how the organization treated him.
0: Absolutely. And that's why I think there might be... But, sorry, sorry to cut you off. He had that year with Ian Clark where he learned a lot of things, right? He learned a lot of concepts. And one thing that Woodley's also talked about is that Mikey's kind of getting away from his puck tracking. He's getting away from the things that made him successful before. Um, And again, part of that is because he didn't play games for a while and... It it almost looks like, and I think Woodley said this exactly. It almost looks like Mikey's doing all the correct movements that he's learned, but he's not actually stopping the puck because he's not watching the puck well enough, and he's not, mm-hmm. you know, he's not tracking the puck with the same ability that he did before. And a lot of that is because he didn't play games. But again, like something Cody Sievertson pointed out to me, someone who watched every every Abbotsford Canucks game, is that for that little heater Mikey went on toward the end of the year. It almost looked like he changed his style completely. Uh, like, Cody missed some games. Okay, but still. I probably is... watched more than him. I didn't have a puppy. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Just saying. the point <laughs> is Mikey trying to change his style and then went back to what we expected from him and what we saw with you know, the way he moves and how we like how he moves because it looks so good, and it looks like Thatcher Demko, and then, you know, he gets lit up for those final two games. Sure, right? I mean,
1: but the run that he had at the second half of the season before those final two games... And, and that's my point. Yeah, that's what he was... What Cody he was, was saying,
0: Cody was saying he was di- he was goaltending differently during that stretch.
1: Right. No, he looked locked in. I think and that's...
0: And that's something to consider. It's right. something to consider. And that's why I
1: just think I wonder... It just feels like, you know, and I think especially like the fact the report got out of the agent being able to explore other options, mm-hmm. I thought there might have been a chance to kind of, you know, have Jim Rutherford talk to him, say, hey, this is different. We're still pretty high on you. Because I don't think Mikey Pietro is just an absolute dud. Like I do think there, no, there's... No, I think there's an NHL future there's there. Some, there's some potential still in his game. And he's still very young. What, 22 years old? Yeah. 23 maybe now? 22. I mean, I don't know. Maybe 23. I think he's... A Which is kind of why there. it's not like, I guess maybe like the Colin D'Elia signing... Delia, Colin Delia, Delia. the signing of him kind of is the writing on the wall. That's Jeremy Colton's guy. You're right.
0: The new new coach in Abbotsford. And that sets it up
1: where it's like, you know, we know that Ian Clark really likes Archer Seelovs. Yeah. Right? There's a lot to like about him. He's younger. Is that... That kind of feels like, yeah, maybe Mikey is on the outs. It it just... It's going to be a wild situation to play out here in Abbotsford, especially if Mikey's still on the roster. That's what's going to be interesting for me to watch.
0: Yeah, and, like, I didn't ask... Patrick Alvin, specifically, what's going to happen to the third goaltender? But he said, but he, he said, said there's going to be two, which means there's going to be competition up here, and there's going to be competition down there. And you bring up the name Colin Delia. I want to spend a little bit of time talking about him before we go to break.
1: Jeez, you're gonna have to hit the goalie intro no, again no. here. There's a long. I'm, sec- I'm gonna get. This. Well, I, 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 I am you, happy we're you talking. Spend
0: like 30 minutes on Mikey Deep. Well, you spent
1: 10 minutes talking about golfers.
0: I talked about post integration too. I got that in there. I yeah. talked about Roberto Luongo's post integration in August.
1: Yeah, you're just yeah. <laughs> You've had too many of these uh <laughs> these long islands here.
0: Okay, let me let me You're continue. you're
1: living the dream. You're out in the sun, you're podcasting, you're talking about goalies, and you're drinking long island iced teas. Yeah, I got my sunglasses on. I'm
0: sitting in a lounge
1: chair Dude, which yeah, is like Yeah, these chairs awesome. are nice. They are,
0: they're very comfortable. <laughs> this is
1: like the we're at at the Montanas here in Tucson. This is the only table with like these nice deep What would you even call these? There's like beach chairs kind of thing. Too. This is a fire pit. Yeah, we're in the VIP spot yeah, right now. Yeah, we're
0: in a solid solid spot. Okay. I like it. Let me, let me talk about this, because the NHL backup position, a lot of people, and for good reason, had Spencer Martin penciled into that position, Chris. But the interesting thing is that when the club went and got Colin Delia, that's what I asked Alvina about specifically. I said, look, is the plan to run three goal tenders in Abbotsford? Um, what are you thinking about Colin Delia? Is it just to add some competition and some depth? Competition was the thing he focused on his answer to me, and it was really that, look, like Colin Delia might be the NHL backup next year. Okay. He's got more NHL experience than Spencer Martin. Right?
1: What was his save percentage last year though?
0: It doesn't matter. It wasn't 958, yeah. but <laughs> I get your point. That's but, why
1: I think Martin has I think Martin did enough last year where he is like right now you make the depth chart, Spencer Martin's ahead of Delia.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's
1: what it's gonna be like coming out of camp.
0: Well, you don't know who who impresses in camp, who does well in preseason starts. If yeah. Colin Delia go posts a zero knock on wood, I did it. I didn't say the word. If Delia posts zero in a preseason game, he's probably getting the NHL backup job out of camp. Sure, right? Yep. So, my point being, Chris, I'm saying it's that, possible.
1: I wouldn't bet on it though.
0: No, I, exactly. I, I guess I guess you're right. If you're a betting man, Spencer Martin is who you go with. But again, like when I look at this team, I look at their depth chart. If Spencer Martin doesn't work out, you've got Colin Delia as the backup there. Yeah, fair. Right?
1: The thing that I would think is kind of interesting though is like, what if Mikey's at camp and he? Really shines because we like to look at him at rookie camp last year. Yeah, didn't have a really good start to the season. Had a good end to the season, except for those final two games. I don't know. All right, I'll leave it there because uh, yeah, I guess you know this could all mean nothing if Mikey's traded next week, anyways. Yeah, exactly. So we'll wrap it up there. What do you predict for a trade? Is it is it futures? Is that it? Like a future consideration? Is that it? A
0: fifth round pick, maybe.
1: Really, fifth or you think?
0: Higher? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, what is a fifth sound crazy? To you? No, I
1: think with the way the situation is played out, I would take a fifth. Okay. I'd be completely content with a fifth. Perfect. It's going to be interesting. let see what happens with the Abbotsford roster. Hey, next, uh, on the other side here, you can send to the break, but our poll question, talking about the AHL roster a little bit as well, a player that we might see there. Yes. Or maybe making his NHL, uh, well, he made
0: his debut a couple of years ago. Yeah, but. and we'll get to more. We'll get to the defense core as well. We're going to get our right. best defense groups like we did with the forward group. All right. So before that, we'll get to our uh, ads for Montana's where we're recording from. So keep it locked, keep it loaded on Canucks conversation. Get messy, selling a little or a lot. <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Before we go any further into the episode, we have to give a quick shout out to our friends at Montana's. Montana's is the barbecue expert in Canada. They smoke their ribs in-house every day and then they sauce and fire grill them to order. Montana's legendary all you can eat ribs promotion is on now, 7 days a week until the end of summer. Come in for all you can eat ribs and get Montana's messy to win weekly prizes. Chris, do you have a little Montana story for us? I tell
1: you, go get the apple uh, butter barbecue sauce, the best sauce they got there. And listen, the ribs are great. Do the all-you-can-eat ribs. but If you're not in the mood for ribs, four cheese spin dip. They got an incredible spinach dip in Montana's. You know it. And and you can find the barbecue sauce at the store as well. Take home a bottle with you. you Apple butter barbecue. Excellent stuff.
0: So be sure to go visit Montana's where they have certified smoke and grill masters doing all of the barbecuing with seven locations throughout British Columbia. Shout out Nanaimo. Including Nanaimo, British Columbia, Langley, Tawasson, Prince George, Victoria, Fort St. John, and Kelowna. Be sure to go check out Montana's Barbecue and Bar today. And a massive thank you to all of our sponsors here at the Canucks Conversation Podcast, including, you know I got to shout them out again, Chris, Montana. Let me say
1: something quick about Montana's Go ahead. So I'm walking through there, in Montana, as I, I, I pick up a sign that I see there on the wall. I'm just looking at it. Half price wings on Mondays. Oh, man. Half price wings.
0: I don't, oh, man. Came here on the wrong day. We don't record on Mondays. We don't record on Mondays, but we might have to start. No, I know. What if we just, if we live Why not closer? Wednesday?
1: Wing Wednesday, right? That's got the s- I hear sing
0: it. to it. I hear you. Okay, yeah. let more people? picking apart the the sponsors yeah. advertising. Yeah, either way, all you
1: can eat ribs. That's what you get. Gets
0: Get messy in the summer here. <laughs> Absolutely. If we live closer, this might become the new recording home of Canucks Convo. We it's cooler come, out here. We just come to Montana's and record. Freaking no,
1: no second floor. Oh yeah, that's the that's one step closer to no. No offense to the house or anything. To <laughs> hell, it's that hot.
0: <laughs> it is hot. It is hot. It gets hot in there.
1: Okay, we we're telling uh, we we'll listener of the show that dropped by here too, Greg, Shout Greg, to Greg and Lad Wasson. Yeah, half Ladner, half to mm-hmm. He dropped by, and yeah, we were telling him about the uh, the heat. In the studio. It's nice to be outside, man. We're not really getting much sun. A little clouded over, but that's kind of the way I like it. I like my days like this. Yeah. And the absolutely. rain's holding off. It's supposed to start later tonight, so we better get let's get rolling here into the poll question. Better get rolling. You're looking yeah. at videos of yourself here on the
0: I was reading the replies, man. Yeah. It's of important. Course. And it wasn't just of myself, it was of you too.
1: No, you're always critiquing it yourself. You say there's video of you here, you're rubbing your hands too much or Talking too much because they got the whole thing recorded here. Too seductive. Like, I think we might post the clip of me zoning out of you. As soon as you're like, but it's just a regular VH for Luongo. I was done at that point.
0: You can play You can play Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. Make a little TikTok. Yeah, right. I don't you
1: start talking about VGH. I think you're talking about the v- children's v- lottery <laughs> <laughs> or something. Okay.
0: <laughs> We can get it together. Anyways. Okay. Our episode 284 Atlas Goods poll question brought to you by, you guessed it, Atlas Goods. Go to Atlas GDS. Use promo code CC15 to get 15% off your first order of pop rinds, the best fresh pork rinds straight out of your microwave or air fryer. Our question today, where will Jack Rathbone begin the season? The NHL, the AHL, and as always, I'm angry. Chris, great poll question, bud. 78% of people say NHL. 18% say AHL. 4% 4% say I'm angry. You mean great. It was a great poll question. How is it great? Because everybody dis- thinks it's, if it's I one-sided. Disagree.
1: The masses are wrong on okay. this one.
0: Go ahead. Tell us tell us why we're wrong because I voted NHL as well. Yeah, way. and
1: I know. And I know we're going to give our defense pairings after this in the uh, later part of this episode here, but I don't know. I find it really hard to think that Rathbone is going to be in the NHL lineup. He's going to be in the starting six defenseman to start the season. Okay. And because of that, I think they still want him to play games. Like, it, how many games has Rathbone played as a pro? No more than, what, 60? No more than 60. Mm. He's still got to play some games. There's still this is a, This is here, this management group, is a management group that likes to let their prospects marinate in the AHL. It shouldn't be a shock to people if Jack Rathbone is back in the AHL to start the season. Is he good enough to play in the NHL on a lot of teams? Yeah. If you put him in a third pairing in a certain role... If the Canucks had a top-pairing guy who was a right-shot defenseman who made so much sense playing with Quinn Hughes, they had Noah Dobson. Say they had Noah Dobson playing with Quinn Hughes. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, I think there, there would be an NHL spot playing with Luke Shen on a third pairing for Jack Rathbone. But because of the situation with the defense, I don't see him sliding into the top six right now. With what they have on the left side, I do not see him sliding in. I think he's going to start the season in the AHL. And if he really blows the doors down in the AHL, which honestly, I would very much expect him to do, then maybe he gets called up, but I don't see him starting the season. I see him starting in the AHL. For all the skill that he has in the world, and he might be the most skilled offensive puck-moving defenseman in the AHL to start the season. He might be that. But I think that's where he might end up being. Instead of the NHL, I can totally see Rathbone starting in the A because of this new management group, because of how they want to have a different eye on development, because of all the changes out in Abbotsford. He gets to spend all the time with the Sadines out there, like... They're starting to build a little bit now out there in Abbotsford where I'm not saying it's a destination for prospects, but it's definitely not a bad spot to be if you're in a situation like Rathbone.
0: Just because you hired the scenes, it doesn't mean you hold your prospects back. I think you want the opposite of that.
1: Look at what this management
0: group has done in the past. I get it, man. I get that. But look, you have Rutherford and I think you also have Alvin both on the record saying Jack Rathbone has earned the right to play in Vancouver.
1: Sure. You also have Patrick Alvin who traded a third round pick for Travis Dermott. Yeah. And he's in my lineup. They're both in my lineup. I, can't, I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, they are. They've also talked a lot about Tucker Pullman being a guy who can share up the top four. If he's healthy, no chance Rathbone's in the NHL.
0: If Tucker Pullman's healthy, yeah. there's no I'm chance. I'm not saying because
1: of the skill. I'm just saying because of the way the defense is going to be formatted.
0: That's insane. Why? Because there's no need for Tucker Pullman. So to who's,
1: who's a better right side defenseman?
0: Sorry, you don't even need to take out Tucker Pullman. Let's say in your fantasy world that Tucker Pullman's an NHL defenseman. Okay? Yep. Let's say that Tucker Pullman does that. And again, I say this every time I talk about Tucker Pullman, I don't think he's a great player. I wish him all the best. I hope he comes back from these concussions. I did not see anything. Like, I was having this conversation. This was at a wedding, okay? I was talking to someone who who knows what I do for work, and they started ask, talking to me about the Canucks. And I said, oh, I think Pullman's going to be good. I'm like, why? Oh, really good first pass out of the zone. I said, sorry? Uh, every first pass I saw Pullman make out of the zone. Sure, he can skate. I don't know. Can't handle the puck super well. I, but also, every outlet pass looked like a wrist shot into the ribs of his teammates.
1: I don't know about that. I think you're over-exaggerating you a little bit. You think
0: Pullman's good at breaking the puck out of his own end?
1: I think Pullman's a fine player with the puck and I think he skates well I don't think we got to see a lot of them last year we also got to see a lot of them under a Travis Green team that was like Jim Rutherford said the worst team at breaking the puck out of their own zone were they better at breaking the puck uh, out sorry. under Boudreau? no yeah. no
0: Travis Green doesn't get all the blame for that Rutherford wasn't saying they were so bad before Rutherford was saying since he's been here they were one of the worst teams he wasn't even talking about Travis well I mean
1: team. it's the team that developed at that point anyways they were playing the same way oh, a lot of the season break. going into that with the defense
0: yeah, but... Right, so you're saying you, the defense was good it,
1: at breaking the puck out before? You're making...
0: Someone's looking at us because I'm yelling at you.
1: Good. That's totally fine.
0: <laughs> but you're making it sound, and I'm smiling so that they know we're friends. <laughs> you're making it sound, Chris. Like, Jim Rutherford came out and said, Oh, that Travis Green, he couldn't get our elite defenseman at breaking out the puck, like Tucker Poolman to break out the puck well. No, when he made that comment, he was talking about the Bruce Boudreaux-led team. I had nothing... That, those, those are so, totally, totally different things. So...
1: What you're saying is the Travis Green one was good at breaking out the puck? No, they were
0: bad, but so was the Bruce Boudreau team. And it's not because Bruce Boudreau's a bad coach.
1: Right. And Tucker Pullman wasn't even there.
0: He was there for a few games, but (laughs) not for a lot. No. No, but I'm sorry. But the same. Okay, I'll put it this way, Chris. The same defensemen that were bad at moving the puck when Travis Green was around were still bad at moving the puck when Bruce Boudreau took over. Do you think Tucker Pullman would be the outlier? If Tucker Pullman is healthy, if Tucker Pullman's healthy and he's in the Canucks
1: lineup, they're not moving Dermot to the right side and sitting Pullman on the bench.
0: No, they're not.
1: Right, so they so, have so Dermot lineup, on the third pairing.
0: No, my lineup has Rathbone over Dermot.
1: No, it it doesn't. I don't see general managers letting a lineup happen where they just traded a third round pick for a player. They expect to see Travis Dermot play.
0: You know, defensemen don't play every single game, right? Third pairing defensemen. Yeah,
1: but like with Jack Rathbone, you want him playing as much as possible. You, Why the HL can make sense?
0: Sure, sure, sure. I I, I understand. I forget that, but biker I also gang
1: coming through here. I think I, you can hear this, right? E,
0: yeah. Oh, let the? Uh, uh,
1: we don't. <laughs> we've had uh, we've had Zambonis in the past. <laughs> we have not had a biker gang that. roll you can through.
0: Definitely hear that through the headset. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I also put my mic toward them as a little obvious. Sorry. Out.
1: Back on the Dermot thing. Yeah. You think they'll play Rathbone over Dermot? I don't see that. Like, no, 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 sorry. it doesn't look asked, good on a general I was, manager. I
0: don't care, Chris. I was asked yeah. to make the best Canucks lineup. Okay. Yeah, that's what you asked me to do. You said make the best Canucks defense core.
1: And I'm not super against that either. Like, I, I think that skill-wise, could Rathbone potentially be better than Dermott? Maybe. I don't think he's proved at the NHL level.
0: I think he's a better defenseman than, like, all around, I think he's a better defender than Travis Dermott. Okay. I, I know Dermott's got, like, an inch of height, but because sure. his height starts at the 6, people will think he's, like, a monster over Rathbone. Mm-hmm. He's not.
1: I don't think that a Dermot Pullman third pairing isn't isn't a like it's not a bad thing. That's not. I a think it is actually.
0: Pairing. I do think it is. I don't. I, I think don't Rathbone's re- much better at moving the puck than Dermot is. Much better. Dermot is known for those gaffs. Okay, and I like Travis Dermot. I like Travis Dermot. But what did, what did we talk about, Chris? When he got traded here, Lee's fans said, "Hey, you know what? He's fine, but sometimes he'll just blow a pass. Like mm-hmm. he will just blow a breakout pass, and it'll be a great a scoring chance against." Are, you, are we counting on Tucker Pullman to fix that? Like, is Tucker Pullman going to fix Travis Dermott? I don't think
1: so. Okay, but I don't see like I. So, but if but he's healthy, here, Sam, he's in the, the lineup. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If Tucker Pullman's healthy, he's in the lineup.
0: Yeah, but that okay, sure, sure, As sure a right. Sure. shot us let's, let's move pairing. past from Tucker Pullman, okay. please, please let's move past from Tucker Pullman. What is your best Canucks defense core? Go ahead, personally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I guess we should get to that point here. Yeah,
0: we should. We're, we we talked about this for a while.
1: I okay. I just want to first off go by saying this. I do not, and I think I've made this somewhat clear in previous episodes. I don't think OEL is playing the right side. I don't think it's going to happen.
0: That was also reported, by the way. Someone pointed out to us that that was actually reported. Yeah, it wasn't just something I imagined. Yeah, but
1: the report was like he might be working no, to it plan was, the right. I I, it wasn't. I didn't see video of him. You know. Oh, there with Nicholas Lindstrom yeah, snapping Because not on the everybody's
0: pub. at every rink in, in North America. Actually, I guess he's in Europe. But not everybody's at the rink I could with tell their you who Pod Colson was
1: skating with last week, honestly.
0: Yeah, because he Instagrams everything. He's one of these young no, kids. No, like he was the,
1: no, he was on the ice. Uh, Pod Colson was playing on the same team as Alexander Ovechkin last week.
0: Oh, and wait, so Alex Ovechkin got more media coverage than Oliver Ekman Larson? Yeah. That's crazy. Sweden
1: better step it up a little <laughs> bit. No, yeah. Pod Colson on the ice with, uh, and you know who else he was with? Pavel Datsuk. You know what Datsuk told him? So, sorry. Listen, no, hold on. <laughs> Let me give you a little Pod Colson. Sure. You know, I follow the Russian news. Mm-hmm. They uh, The whole article that I read was, Pod Colson gets told by Pavel Datsuk, don't listen to anyone, just work hard. That's the quote that Datsuk told Pod Colson. What do you think about that?
0: That's I think like, he means media. When he says, don't listen to anyone. I don't yeah. think he means.
1: Well, the translations aren't the best. <laughs> <Try good ones. laughs> yeah, I was gonna say now. Is-
0: <laughs> now, torn about listening to Bruce Boudreau yeah. like Alex Ovechkin. No, you know told he him. loves
1: Boudreau, but he got to skate with Ovechkin, which is cool. He played a on the same chair like a charity tournament. It wasn't yeah, even yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was Panarin's charity tournament, and he yes. was on the same team as Ovechkin. And you know, same line, had, same line. Yeah, and he's had good. Well, yeah, you think maybe? <laughs> yeah, because Menko was there too. No, he wasn't actually. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. You know that, obviously, Pod Colson's had good conversations uh, with Ovechkin about Boudreaux. So. Now he's torn
0: about which generational talent to listen to. Yeah. thats telling him to listen to nobody. Ovechkin's telling him to listen to Boudreaux. So, sorry, we're just going to go back to the fact that you're surprised somehow. So, oh, yeah. the a charity tournament, tournament that had Artemi Panarin Pavel Datsuk and yep. Alex Ovechkin got more media coverage than Oliver ekman Larson skating at his local rink on the other side of the ice. Well,
1: I'm getting articles about Pod Coles and playing in a charity tournament. You're telling me there's one tweet on the internet that says OEL might be working out on the right side this summer.
0: Nobody is going to cover that. There's no I, reporter in Sweden. Look, we don't have any reporters in Sweden in this market. Wait,
1: okay, fair enough.
0: Right, so nobody's nobody's there. Like,
1: oh God, I don't, I'm not in Russia. Get I'm still getting all content. the Russian news.
0: Yeah, because there's three generational towers. Here's a report Chris.
1: for you. I might be getting dessert here at, at Montana's. Does that mean that uh, that I should be eating dessert every night? No, no but you but you know I what? might be getting dessert once.
0: But sorry, just, did OEL just make to... it to the
1: right side of the ice during escape? Maybe, maybe that maybe that's all those things. Prove
0: this point a little bit further, Chris. If Alex Ovechkin and Pavel Datsuk were here, okay, and they were eating dessert at Montana's, that might actually make the news.
1: Yeah, because we're here. We'd be like, what the hell's going on here?
0: Yeah, we'd write about this. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. No, okay, I just, can, we, can we just get to our defense I okay, now? Yeah, I don't see OEL playing the right side. So my first pairing, um, I don't, you know, is there a trade that happens and changes this? Maybe. But we're going with what we have right now, what the roster currently is. I'm going with Quinn Hughes and Luke Shen on the first pairing. I'm going with Oliver ekman Larson and Tyler Myers on the second pairing. And then, so what? Uh, Am I predicting or am I giving mine here?
0: We're going to do both because I've I've tried to make the point okay. that the best Canucks lineup is probably not the one we'll see, in my opinion. If
1: I'm giving mine, then, it is going to be Jack Rathbone and Tucker Pullman. If healthy, that's a pairing where...
0: Did you say that's your that's your best lineup? Yeah. Well, you just stole my thunder because that was my take.
1: Yeah. That's my best lineup. Do I... Here's the... I just... I The way that I made it tried to lay this out for you yeah, was yeah, when it, a general manager trades a third round pick for a player and it's a guy who's going to be a third pairing guy you're likely to see him play there okay that doesn't look good on a gentleman who listen like that remember that like third you trade Hammonick for a third it's like wow they got an extra third round pick okay now we have a you know Elias petterson who they drafted in his most recent draft in the third round i'm looking at that as like listen that's a that's a Player who's in the higher caliber of your prospects now. They could have had another one of those if they didn't trade. For come on, it's a it's a gnat. Quads. I'm a no, I'm getting
0: bitten. It's coming back for more. You see it? He's
1: losing his mind over here.
0: <laughs> Sorry, continue. I am listening. To no, you. you're not. I'm just swatting away at this thing.
1: Can I we, just don't see it. Like if you're going to trade a third round pick, you're expecting that player to be in your roster. I don't see it either. Especially when, it's when you're on trading my for leg, a player though. of that age.
0: I think it's on my leg.
1: Oh man. Okay, sorry, continue It's the off season, I'll tell you that. <laughs> continue. No, so that's that's what I have, and then I have um if it was my roster and I was making the best one, I would and you know what? I would have a serious conversation about um, Jack Rathbone getting time on PP two. I think his shot is like that. something that is at an NHL power play level. Like a yep. second power play unit, his shots at that level, offensively walking the line, skating, he does all those things. Fake and, clap bomb from the point. And this is the year where he's gotta make the push, you know. Like yeah. I bet Rathbone has been working his tail off. Yeah. You know, I know you're texting him for every forty minutes, check on him. Hi Jack, I just want to know how your day's going. You are like, hey Jack, I missed seven putts today on three holes. Can you help? <laughs> Can you help? Because you know Rathbone had that uh, hole in one earlier in the. He
0: year. Did well. I'd be great if I could get it in the cup and didn't have to putt. Are you kidding me? I am on the green basically every time. From okay, the okay, so C-box. you have the same one then. I do basically. I have these. Hugh Shen, Oel
1: Myers. So you are in the same camp. You are not thinking Oel going to play on the right side like everyone
0: says. Well, no. If he does, okay, let's let's okay, let's go down that yeah, road. Let's give four scenarios. Let's because, go down that road. Yeah, then. let's let's say if Oel, okay, if who's he OEL, playing with? Oel's playing with Quinn Hughes. Wow, who 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 are you suggesting? Maybe Rathbone in a top four role, and that well, 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 then Shen's your first pair. I think the whole point of Oel being no. on the right side, if no, that not. were to happen, is to play with Quinn Hughes. Yeah, is it not you're not putting you're not putting Luke Shen. With Quinn Hughes again, if Oel can play the right side oh, effectively, and
1: man, I tell you, there, I know it's a very small sample size, and it was used in offensive situations, but like the the analytics behind uh, Quinn Hughes, and Oel actually playing together are very high. So that is the pairing that you would likely see if it does happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in that boat with you. If that's the spot, after that, it's to me, it's after that, it's it's Dermot and Myers. Now we got a B. Okay, now yeah, this outside, it's falling apart here. It's like I'm working with a child here. You can't...
0: I can't focus on this. <laughs> there's there's a wasp insects. that flies
1: around. We'll get out of here quickly, Quads. From that, I think... Um, and Greg's not going to like that. So He he likes when we go a little long. The wasps. The wasps. That's why you got out of here this time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. First pairing would be Hughes and OEL. Second pairing to me would be Dermot and Myers. And third pairing there would be Rathbone and Shen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting up. All right. Come to Montana's, folks. But careful. <laughs> it's bees. just the bees it's all over. It's just because we left the ribs I know. Up. He's having the ribs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so your pairing is very similar to mine. Yeah. And, would
1: you change anything in the, the bottom no, like, four there? I think
0: we agree is the thing. We agree, which is very funny because we just had a very heated debate before about... And so. that's
1: my lineup that I would play on the ice to start and have the best chance. I don't... I think that we see different, though.
0: We... <sighs> Yeah, too, but not really though. Like when you say we, you mean you and I or the team and you? The team and I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same. Like and that's the thing is we're not going to get a nice. Think the
1: team goes with Rathbone. I don't think the team goes with Rathbone.
0: No, I don't think the team goes with Rathbone either. I think at some point they will. I. Yeah. I think he. I think he makes the roster, but I think he's like the Here's, here's the other
1: difference is his new contract now is he makes the same amount in the NHL as he does in the AHL now. Yes. So him going to the AHL isn't the worst thing in the world. Well, for him, money wise. For
0: him, but for the team,
1: it might. It's not the worst thing in the world either. I think having him play more games. Look at his career games as a pro. It's not very high. They want this kid to play more games.
0: Okay. And I, he
1: is an absolute. And you know what? With the new coach and Jeremy Colleton, he's going to be used as an absolute horse out there. Well, he already was by gonna, Trent Call, right? No, he, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. There was times. I mean, Coll rolled a lot of the lines. That didn't he? PK points.
0: one and PP one.
1: No. He was power play one. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember a lot of penalty killing time for Rathbone. Is also, it? you watch like the end of the game, those playoff games when they're like down by one, yeah. and and you're rolling the defense core instead of double shifting Rathbone. Some big question marks there.
0: Yeah, I, I think Colton's
1: going to see and be like, "Oh, I got to minute this guy up. Like, I got to get Rathbone yeah, yeah. going."
0: Yeah, that's fair. And I don't know. It's interesting because like you, but said, I still
1: think he starts in the A. You're you're with the people like the eighty percent of people here yeah. that you think he's starting the NHL. Well,
0: I think he starts in the NHL, and I think worst case Ontario, Chris, is that you carry 70, right? Yeah, which of is course, probably eight. Yeah, and tra- and Travis Dermott and Kyle, Kyle Burrows Rathbone is still there. Both too. on that team, and so is Kyle Burrows, right? Right. Um, I think both of those guys are making the team, and I think you're cycling through a Dermott and a Rathbone if you really need to, right, on your third pair. So, so in
1: your eyes, in my eyes. Um, Rathbone is better playing games in the AHL than he has a seventh defenseman to start of the season in your eyes as different.
0: Yeah, because I think he makes the team and then quickly takes over that spot. Okay. Yeah. I don't I think it's quick work. If the team's winning games
1: with Dermot as their third pairing, they're not changing it.
0: Okay. I'll believe that. And it when this I team has it. a
1: good, team has a chance to win games off the top.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. If they have Dermot and Pullman as their third pair. Might be Burroughs. Might be, I don't. Especially like that if a lot I mean, we don't either. we don't
1: know the future health of, of Pullman as well, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Every time we talk about Pullman I feel so bad. We got to pref- Preface it by saying, uh, and that's, hope he gets better.
1: I mean, in my eyes, we're just hearing the reports, you hope that he's healthy, right? I mean, you know, we did the same a lot of similar talk about Michael Furlan for a long time. Yeah, right? exactly. So that's kind of why it's like. I don't think we're getting excited as much as we did with Ferlin, right? Because we got kind of excited at certain mm-hmm. times. We saw how it happened. I think because we've gone through this before, and I think obviously different situation every concussion, head injury situation is. But, yeah, hope for the best with Pullman. It'd be great to, like, I think he's an NHL defenseman. Is he overpaid a little bit? Maybe. Is he time for too long? Absolutely. But I think he can help the Canucks defense corps, anyways, on a third pairing role. I've, you hate him. I know you hate him.
0: I don't hate him. He's a very nice person. He's also very funny. So I, I anybody who's funny gets in my good books. Yeah. Okay. I just I I personally like you, I didn't that's why see a you're lot. a
1: Jason Dickinson stand. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny. He is funny. Yeah.
0: I'd be doing a disservice it's
1: to pretty, when he told us like I've <laughs> he told us the guys like I've just been horrible in the face off. To it. We're like yeah, but like it's weird when he says <laughs> yeah, it. it's like you didn't have to say <laughs> you <know, like>, <laughs> it. Like,
0: leave it to us. We we're all it. writing that, but like
1: for him to actually say it was like that was funny.
0: Yeah, he gave us the quote. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, I like Tucker Pullman. I just, I just don't know if he's the best option on defense. That's all. all right. Can I, uh, tease next episode? Sure. But before We're we do here? that, no, one last thing. Okay. Uh, I, just like this, out, you're extending the I just want to point out that, uh, after we gave our forward groups in the last episode, you posted a poll question with, uh, the two groups and you asked people <laughs> to vote who had a better lineup Yeah. with 81% of the vote quads, and 19% of the vote was you.
1: That's why I look at these polls and what, 78% of people say Jack Rothman NHL? I'm with the people, baby. Yeah, I'm not with the people anymore. I used to be a people person. Then they let me down like this two times in a row. They let me down here.
0: Is it maybe because you're wrong? Doubt it. That's Pro, a good, probably. Good mindset to have. No, I've been <laughs> wrong before and I'll be wrong again. Look, take it from Pavel Datsuk. Don't listen to
1: anyone. That's what I say. I just work. <laughs> just put your head down and work. That's the thing. When you talk as much as I do on a podcast, you're going to be wrong a lot of the time. It's the way she rolls.
0: I love. People walking by, or they just yeah, they're like very that. confused. Like, what are these guys yeah, doing with like, laptop, uh, doing? a laptop, podcast setup, two and mics, some ribs? <laughs> yeah, and just uh, so some ribs. One rack of ribs left. Yeah, a nice tea. We got back. Can I tease? All right, we're done.
1: Next yeah, episode, here, can I tease it. One. Very Go excited ahead. for. I got the interview tomorrow morning, actually. Uh, so it'll just be me. Quads, you're gonna be sleeping in because we all know you sleep in about eleven thirty. Text, I text you at seven in the morning. I give you fifteen texts, and I don't get a reply till about eleven forty five. I you're wake stumbling up at out of stumbling out of bed. stumbling out of bed. No espresso. something a bread. <laughs> no espresso, Nutella on toast. That's what he does every morning. Wakes up If uh,
0: anything. I'm very proud to say that I got you to start saying espresso instead of expresso.
1: Espresso in the morning, <laughs> and uh, no, you've actually gotten better at waking up early. It is, it is surprising, actually, especially for someone your age. Anyways, next episode, uh, Sheldon drives of the Abbotsford Canucks. He'll be on the show. I'm excited for that. And since we're chatting the Abbotsford Canucks, I'm going to give my full lineup. You hear that? You full do that lineup. Now? No, next episode. Oh, okay. Good. So next episode is going to be all about Abbotsford. So you know we're not going to be talking about uh, doctors and golfers and stuff like we did on this episode, okay. or goalies. I don't. Maybe we'll skip the whole goalie section. But I'm going to give the HL lineup, and yes, Jack Rathbone is on it. So okay. that's a little tease, and Sheldon Dries will be actually on the episode, chat with him. Maybe Rathbone too, Ask like him for his Rathbone best line is up. always down to come on the pod. So yeah, like Rathbone's maybe great. maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll even sneak him in like a three way
0: call with Dries tomorrow. But yeah, I don't know why you're so against Rathbone, like friend oh of the show. Oh my goodness, I'm not against. How many Rathbone? times Tucker Pullman come on the show? I don't know. We I'd... should have Tucker Pullman on. He'd be very funny. He you, you know you like him. Tucker Pullman's gonna make a really good analyst one day. Okay, that's my hot take. Clark Pullman's got a career in broadcasting. But anyways, uh, Abbotsford Canucks, leading goal scorer,
1: Sheldon Dries. He'll be on the show on Saturday, uh, and we're going to talk all Abbotsford on Saturday. Quads, I know you're excited for it. That's why I let you have a little bit of runway here on your goalie talk, because on Saturday's episode, you ain't going to be doing much talking.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's basically, well,
1: you're taking vacation in a couple weeks. You can basically take vacation yeah, on Friday. Yeah, I'm just going to say, when I stop talking, it. just ask me another question. And we'll go Abbotsford all the way there. It'll be good, though. And Sheldon dries is uh, a lot of fun to chat with uh, from doing media with him out there last year. He's a yeah. smiley guy, so we'll have yeah. a good chat with him uh, on the show on Saturday. So
0: looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Okay. And before- played, you
1: know what? And some NHL games last year. Got some time under Boudreaux. Like, I think it's going to be a really good chat with Drys.
0: Okay, before we wrap up, I just want to plug that we have a new series on our Patreon. We've been looking for ways to kind of invigorate the Patreon, if you will, and we've been looking around at different options, kind of, you know, different series, different things that people want to see. And one thing that someone brought up, shout out Lisa, Lisa Martin. Mama Lisa. Yeah. Getting uh, exclusive interviews and stuff, and like, you know, playing parts of an interview on the podcast, and then... Just put it posting the rest on Patreon. We don't think we're going to do that. But what it did make me think of is doing a series called How the Sausage Gets Made. And basically, I know there's a lot of people that are Mama interested Mia. in this. I know, right? The sausage, Italian sausage. Yeah. How the sausage gets made. But... Basically what this series is, is when we do our interviews for stories, like, you know, the one I posted is my one-on-one with Ian Clark. When we do interviews for stories, a lot of times those interviews get used for, you guessed it, stories, and they never go post- get posted on podcasts. But because we have this avenue with Patreon, we basically are posting the audio now of the interview that we did uh, along with the story that it worked for. So you get to hear basically everything from the horse's mouth. You get to kind of hear how we work, how we interview people, how it all, you know, what it's like to make the as each, right? It'll be,
1: you know, you mentioned the in Clark one. How often do I talk to prospects? Like exactly. I can post a lot of those. It's going to be, you know, you can kind of get the feeling of some player. Like, I think I have, like, you know, it's not all just hockey talk. We have some fun, like, when I'm on a phone call with whoever it is, whether it be, you know, Aiden McDonough or Lucas Forsell, anybody. Like, it, it you know, we have some fun, and I think those will be kind of a nice little addition to the Patreon. So expect those in the next uh, little bit here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're we'll still do the shooting the
1: bleeps, though, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Come in and do those.
0: Yeah, we, we like having, uh, having fun doing that. So go to patreon.com. Slash Canucks convo five and ten dollars tiers gets you all of the bonus content, so be sure to check it out. Chris, any closing thoughts from the beautiful Montana's patio in Tuas?
1: Yeah, apple butter barbecue. I might see if I can sneak a bottle out of here. They were delicious. I know that. uh, Yeah, we've had the really good ribs, all you can eat. But I got my bottle just ran out. Like I just ran out two days ago. I the apple butter barbecue is excellent. What do you do? You think it's real apple? I'm gonna ask on the way out. (laughs) Gonna that's what the sauce is all about in the I way. I think up. it is. It but it's looks been excellent. like the the staff here has been awesome chatting yeah. with everyone in Montana's. They set us up in this corner here. Yeah. Ran in some people, gave some shirts away. Yeah. As well. A lot of fun. And uh and we actually had like Greg from Ladwasp, we got just stayed and had lunch with us yeah, too. Greg so like just shout out, out to Greg. We could with just us, let him hang out. Very and, funny. Uh ate some food with him. So yeah. shout out to him, listener of the show. Good guy. Um and yeah, just uh that's it. That's all I got. It was good Montana's quads is a couple Drink's deep now at this point.
0: Yeah, you can start calling me. Yeah. What's the, I'm Captain to, Morgan? Yeah, Captain Quads.
1: I got to send your, yeah, send your girlfriend a text when I just lean you up on your building
0: <laughs> entrance. Come get him, he's here. Yeah, he's here now. <laughs> your problem. All right, we'll close it out there. For my co-host, Chris Faber, our thanks to Montana's for hosting us for this episode. Again, get be sure messy. to check out Montana's and get hashtag Montana's messy folks, or hashtag yeah. get Montana's Messy. Figure that's, it out. That's the hashtag. Go check them out. Montana's Barbecue and Grill. I gotta
1: get out of here. I gotta go make a TikTok here. Yeah. I gotta go make a walk around the place, make a
0: TikTok. Yeah, do a little dance. You know me. Just yeah. Go dance get, around. Uh,
1: I'll go watch and Ravios, get the, the renegade, uh, your renegades, you're going on. You must know, you must have that memorized from all the videos you watch. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I'll get you in there doing, uh, well, Yeah. All right, I was gonna, gonna, gonna say go... I could I could creep her page, but you probably know all the dances. Anyways. Oh yeah, so can, I'll show you. Yeah, you just show me what <laughs> she's up saved. to. I got a folder. Yeah, what's what's hot and and spicy lately in the uh, TikTok world? Quads all over it. I've been watching a lot of Lego TikToks actually.
0: Found Lego TikTok.
1: Can I give one TikTok account sure. a shout out then? Sure. Called Roll for Sandwich. Have you seen this guy? No, nope, never. Okay, so it's like a uh, it's like Dungeons and Dragons style dice, and he got he has this list. And it's like, he has different numbered die, right? Like there's in Dungeons and Dragons, d d for people who know it. Yeah, yeah. So he's got one to six. So he rolls his one to six and that's which bread he chooses. And then the next one's for meat and it's like a 20-sided die. He rolls it. That's the meat that he chooses. Then there's one for roughage and he rolls two and it will be like, it'll be like banana peppers and pickles or something. And that's mixed. And he wow. rolls for sauce and then he rolls for like a special one. And it's, it's so many options. Then the sandwich comes together from what you rolled. And it's, uh, yeah, Roll for Sandwich. Just started How up are they, season two.
0: That's pretty cool. Are they ever any good or do they look gross? Some
1: of them are really bad because he's got like, some of the sauces are like peanut butter and you'll be making like Ugh. a salami banana pepper and then it's like, oh. boom, peanut butter. Like it, the sauce normally ruins it pretty bad sometimes. And he got some weird stuff on there for uh, Roll for Sandwich. Every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he posts TikTok. That's a really you know. cool TikTok. It's a cool TikTok. I like it. Also, while you're there, follow
0: CanucksArmy.com. Oh, I think
1: you say Addison Ray. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Tell, tell, her yeah, tell her Quad sent you. Tell her Quad sent you. <laughs> okay.
1: Right, we we'll done. I, go, I gotta go film. We
0: gotta get out of here. Uh, again, for my co-host Chris Faber, to our friends at Montana's, thanks for hosting. Uh, thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation, folks. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation, delivered by DoorDash.
1: Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim.